0: Hello everyone, I hope and pray all is well with you and yours. My name is Dr. Manette, and welcome back to my podcast, Sow in Peace. The purpose of this podcast is to help and encourage believers to properly sow in peace in their homes, marriages, friendships, workplace, and especially in the body of Christ. Sowing in peace simply means to reflect God's character in all that we say and do, But before I get started, I first want to say thank you to all of God's listeners. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to listen to this podcast. And furthermore, I want to remind you, as I encourage you, I am also encouraging myself. And always remember that I am on this faith journey and never both at least a life brought along with you. And if you're new to this podcast, I wanna say welcome. I pray to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that he richly blesses you and encourage you through his word today. And today's topic is about one of the greatest principles in life, which is the concept of sowing and reaping. And what do you know, it is actually harvest season. I cannot take credit for remembering that it's harvest season um, until I talked to my sister the other day and I was telling her about this podcast and I was in the making of it. And she was like, oh my goodness, it's harvest season. And I'm like, yes, it is. And I didn't actually re- remember that, but I was already in the making of this podcast. So I just want to thank God for a timely message. But for those of you who do not know what harvest season is, uh, it is a time for gathering ripe crops. And generally harvest season runs from as early as mid-September to as late as the end of November. But before we gather the harvest, uh, there must be a season of planting, planting seeds. And when we plant or sow seeds, we are giving something that will eventually bring about a particular result or with the expectancy of receiving something in return. In other words, we are getting back whatever we have planted in life. So symbolically speaking, if we plant something in the proper conditions, if we water it, feed it, we're watching it, we're growing it, we can reproduce or harvest something bigger and greater than what we have actually sown. And likewise, in the same manner, if we plant something in improper conditions and we don't water it, we don't feed it, we're not watching it, we're not taking care of it, we will most likely reap devastation or ruin. And. Oftentimes, as believers, uh, we may not realize what we are sowing or where we are sowing. And then when harvest season begins and it's time to go gather, we will begin to clearly see what we did in life and what we were planting during that season of planting. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes um, chapter three, verses one through two, that there is a right time for everything, meaning everything on earth will happen at the right time. So for instance, uh, there is a time to be born and then there's a time to die. But the Bible also says there is a time to plant and a time to pull up the plants. And in the pulling up the plants, everyone will see what they have done, meaning what we have chosen to cultivate during this time of Planting, we will um, see what we chose to nurture, what we chose to encourage and foster, and even support during the season of sowing and planting. So, the question for today's podcast is: What did you sow during the season of planting, and what will you get back? Did you plant a few seeds and will have a small harvest, or did you plant a lot and will have a big harvest? You know, the Bible tells us in Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse six. Whoever sows sparingly, meaning whoever chose to be cautious with what they had and they sold very carefully, will also reap sparingly, meaning your harvest will be thin or it will be scarce. But likewise, in the same manner, whoever decided to sow bountifully, whoever decided to give much abundantly or generously will also reap bountifully. In other words, the word of God is saying one who gives freely is the one who will grow all the richer. But the one who chooses to withhold in the time of planting and sowing, and they chose to withhold what they should have given, they will only suffer want at the harvest. You will be in want. In other words, whoever brings blessings, it is that person who will be enriched. Whoever chooses to water others will himself be watered. In other words, the Bible is saying the generous man, those who decide to be generous is a source of blessing and shall be prosperous and enriched. You will be the one who will prosper in due time. He who waters others, who, who chooses to take time to water, water others will himself be watered. In other words, it is you, it is they, it is whoever it is, they will be the ones to reap the generosity of what they have sown during the time of planting. You know, uh, yesterday, um, I needed to clean my house up really badly. I had a lot to do. I felt busy. I felt a little bit overwhelmed. So I decided, you know what? Um, I have some clothes that were already clean and dried. They just need to be folded. I was like, okay, my daughter and I, we're gonna come together as a team. We're gonna tag team. We're gonna fold these clothes. But the remainder of the clothes that needed to be washed and dried and folded I decided, you know, let's drop these clothes off at the laundromat at the nearby laundromat. We're going to let somebody wash and fold our clothes there and I'll pick them up later. That will take a burden off of me. So um, we did. We we tacked him, we folded our clothes and then the, and we put them up and then the rest, we packed them up in trash bags, put them in our truck and then we took them to the laundromat. And so when we walked in, uh, the owner or the manager looked at me and said, um, are you dropping off? And I said, yes. And he said, uh, uh, you know, he well, he didn't say anything. He actually went to go get his attendant and he um t- to help me. And so the attendant or the assistant grabbed my laundry and he weighed my clothes, which came to about mm, around $57. And then he uh the, the the attendant he leaned over on the counter and he kind of did something with his fingers and with his face. And he said, uh, hey, you know, I'm gonna take $10 off the price and keep $10 for myself. And so I said, no, I'll give you a $10 tip and I'll pay what is due. You know, this person in that very moment, he didn't realize. What he was doing, he didn't realize that he was actually sowing a seed of deceptive wage by motioning to me a gesture in his face and hands. But the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs, chapter six, starting at verse 12, that there are some people who just want to make trouble. They're just troublemakers. They're always thinking up some crooked plan and they're telling lies. They're thinking of a lie that they have to tell. They use secret signals to cheat people and they wink their eyes, they shuffle their feet and they point their fingers and they're always planning to do something bad. But the Bible says that at their harvest, They will reap punishment. Disaster will strike and they will be destroyed and there will be no one to help them in the end. And this is their harvest because they have sown wickedness. There will be no help for them in the end. The Bible says that it is the wicked who soweth a deceitful work and earns a false pay, but a righteous person soweth what is righteous, meaning they sow what's morally good and honest and will harvest a sure reward. And the point is that the man of the, at the laundromat would have gotten a greater reward had he had chosen to sow good, so integrity, and so honesty, but his reward was the $10, that tip that I would given him, that was his reward. And he, he couldn't even gotten something much greater. And I'm sure that money that I gave him, that little $10, I'm sure that will be eaten up because he got it wrongly. But the Bible wants us to know that, listen, let us not become weary and doing good. Don't be weary and doing good. Maybe, maybe you're being overlooked at the job or you think you're being overlooked. Maybe you feel like you're being overlooked in your own household, or you think you're being overlooked in your own household, but God's eyes are upon you, and he's watching you, and he's saying hmm i'm I'm watching to see if she's going to do good if she's going to choose to do good at her job, and she's been looked over promotion or she thinks she has, and you're in a test because he's saying." if you don't become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. And the Lord is saying, so, consistency in the time of planting, so faithfulness, and maybe, maybe the Lord will bless you a hundredfold. Next, there's some people who might have sown uh, seeds of injustice or unfairness and dishonesty and discrimination during the time of planting. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, 8, that whoever sows injustice will reap calamity. They'll reap disaster. Their harvest will be misfortune and tragedy, and the rod of that person's fury will fall. In other words, those who spread trouble will harvest trouble. In the end, they will be destroyed for the trouble that they have caused. The book of Job chapter 4, verse 8 has a verse, and it says, as I've seen, Those who plow iniquity and sow trouble reap the same. In other words, the Bible is saying it is a foolish thing to go around sowing trouble. It's like trying to plant wind. Have you ever seen someone try to plant wind? It's impossible. (laughs) Winds of evil is what they're trying to plant. And they're reaping a whirlwind of trouble. In other words, the word of God is saying, be fair in the season of planting so that you will reap a great reward. I know it's hard. I know sometimes when it's sowing time and you're you're trying to plant and it's hard, and maybe during this time you're sowing in tears during the planting season. But the Bible says, listen, for those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. Do what's right, even when it's hard, even when you're sad, even when God has rebuked you and disciplined you and you are sad, Still, continue to do what's right. For in the end, when you um, it's time to reap, the Bible said you will be happy when it's time to gather at the harvest. And He said, your season of sadness will be over. For His anger endureth but for a moment, but His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Still, plough, still work, and still do what's right, even when you are doing it in tears. Maybe you're a minister of God and you're sowing seeds of the gospel. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 10, that the Lord who supplies to the sower, okay? The Lord gives to us those who sow the ministry uh, of the gospel and he gives bread for food. That Lord will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of real righteousness In other words, the word of God is saying, continue to minister, continue to preach, and continue to advance the kingdom of God by sowing spiritual things. For you will reap in due season. You will reap in due season. Do not give up. But maybe you're someone who sowed to your flesh. Are you claiming to be a born-again, spirit-filled believer, but you are consciously sowing to the sinful nature? The Bible says when we do this, we are guilty of mocking God. The Bible says in Galatians 6, starting in verse 7, that we should not be deceived. We can't be deceived. For the Bible said God is not mocked, meaning he won't be laughed at. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. We cannot be spirit-filled believers professing Christ out of our mouth, but we are sowing to our sinful nature. It only brings corruption. But we are to sow to the spirit so we can reap, we can have a harvest of everlasting life. Listen, the only way for us to sow righteously is to sow consistently. The Bible talks about, um, it it, it gives... um, Ah, some like various laws in the old Testament that the Jewish um, people had uphold. And one of the laws it talked about, or it tells, uh, told the Jewish people not to do the Israelites not to do was to not sow um, two kinds of seed in their vineyard. Because if they sowed two types of seed, they would produce the seed which they have sown and the increase of the vineyard will become defiled. In other words, the Bible is saying, don't try to sow to your flesh and your spirit at the same time, because your harvest will end up being defiled. We will not receive a blessing, but only ruin and discretion, destruction. Or don't try to plow with an ox and a donkey harnessed together. Because during that time, the Jewish people, the Israelites considered a donkey to be unclean while the ox was clean. Therefore, the donkey was considered to be weaker than an ox and it wasn't becoming, it wasn't appropriate nor suitable or proper to bring two animals that are so alien, utterly alienated together to work and plow a field. It couldn't be done. In other words, the Bible saying don't try to go through life trying to put a harness around your flesh and around your spirit. It won't work. They are separated from each other. They cannot work side by side because they are not in agreement with each other. They are not equally yoked. They will not be able to plow. They will not be able to work. You will not be able to sow the right kind of seeds with the flesh and the spirit working side by side. They will be against each other, trying to get you to do one or the other. Okay. They're against each other. For the flesh, it represents all that is natural, earthly, and human. While the spirit signifies all that is supernatural, heavenly, and divine, and they produce two different types of harvests, and spirit produces life, whereas the flesh produces death. They don't produce the same kind of harvest, so you cannot put a harvest, I mean a harness around the two. They won't work together you have to decide to choose which one you're going to work beside the spirit or you're going to work beside the flesh for these two are not a pair. You cannot put these two together for they are not equally yoked, they are not of the same kind. So I want to encourage you to sow for yourselves in the time of planting, in the time of sowing, sow for yourselves righteousness and reap steadfast love. Take time, take time in the season of planting to break up your fallow ground, meaning break up your empty and uncultivated heart and begin to plow your heart. Begin to till it and turn it over so that God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will become, will come, And he will rain righteousness upon you so that he can come and bless you because that is what he wants to do. It is his desire to help you and to give you the things that you desire, the desires of your heart. But don't choose to sow wheat and then you reap thorns, tiring yourself out for nothing and then profiting nothing. And when it's harvest time, you will be ashamed of your harvest because of the fierce anger of the Lord. He wanted to bless you, but he could not have because of what you have sown. So I encourage you to sow in peace and reap a harvestness of righteousness, meaning sow spiritual maturity by actively encouraging good between others. And the fruit of righteousness will be sown in peace by you that make peace. This is Dr. Maness with Sow in Peace. God loves you and I love you. Have a wonderful, blessed day.